Welcome to Death Readers. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. This is episode 46 of Death Readers, the podcast where we read through the Harry Potter books a couple episodes or a couple chapters at a time. Uh, This is my first time reading through the series. Rob has read through them many, many times. Um, This is the season where we're reading through The Order of the Phoenix. This is book five. Five. Um, We encourage you to read along. We encourage you to read along and... uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was weird. I haven't had to talk this much in a while and like... It's never stopped me before. My voice is like, my, you know, it doesn't want to. If this is the first time you're listening to our podcast, uh, we encourage you to read through the book with us. Uh, This chapter or episode will start with chapter 32 and... We'll go through 32, 33, and 34. And the reason for that is because the way this podcast works is we're going to be taking page notes uh, as we progress and talking about them. And we're not really going to go through every, you know, action or point in the story and and really get into it. We're just going to get the ones that catch our attention. So if you've read along, you'll know more freshly the, uh, you know, content or the context, rather, of what we're talking about. Um. I, uh, I, I don't, I'm rusty. Is that the end of it? <laughs> is that? Yeah, that's, is that that, that's about the end of it. But we took a little well, bit of a hiatus. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about that? Yeah, uh, I guess before we get into the actual episode, we should talk about uh, what has happened in the month since we posted a new episode. I mean, it's it's been the last episode, last actual episode of Death Readers was posted on the 24th of February and it is I'm just going to break down the wall of magic and say that it is the 26th of March today. Oh. So in the month that it's been since then we uh we broke the world. We we we, we our absence it turns out the the <laughs> pillars that were holding up <laughs> the the fate of the planet society and, as we know it and societies as we know it is was was one of two things. It was either the consistency of a weekly Death Readers podcast mm. listened to by tens of people. <laughs> um, I know that because I can see the episode downloads on Podbean, and it said in the episodes here. I didn't know I didn't know this, but if you're just looking at the Podbean page, it's it tells you how many downloads there've been. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's depressing. Thank you for listening. <laughs> so it was either our consistency with getting a podcast out every or a commentary, join our Patreon for that, um, up every month or every week, uh, or it was the fact that I was unmarried <laughs> and it, uh, I can't change either now, <laughs> uh, but uh, the damage is done. Um so I guess the the cliff notes of what happened since we were last broadcasted. Yep. Uh, is that uh, fiance is now wife. Yep. Uh, we've we've been. Wed. That'll get confusing. Yeah. When I reference I, my wife, and you reference your wife, I'm not going to reference my wife in a way that you're going to think I'm talking about your wife. No, I'm saying for the public. No, I'm not. No, I'm saying the public's not going to know which wife we're talking about. You don't think they can tell the difference between our voices? No. Can we can call them the our wife and D wife. I. The, the, the letter R, not our. 
God. Oh. Dork. That's worse. What? Because that sounds confusing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you huh. understand that the, the listeners aren't reading this, right? <laughs> uh, they don't see words oh, man, in I just, like I do. Do you think there are, like, podcasts for the deaf? His brain's broke. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't want you looking at my face. I could. Oh, been hey, like, everyone! Oh. I I should clarify this because uh, I have no idea how this sounds. Um, so these are things that happened. <laughs> I got right. married. Yes. Uh, uh, Rob went to Disney World. World and Universal Studios. Right. To uh, visit in, the in Wizarding the, World of, Harold of Harry Potter. Potter. Oh. Uh, and. Uh, and uh, this horrible global pandemic of the coronavirus, COVID-19, broke out and has killed a lot of people uh, and is going to kill many, many more people. <laughs> this I don't, I don't know why this is funny. It's just like, you know, gallows humor, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm not laughing at the deaths. I'm laughing at your attempt at humor. I'm with you, listener. I didn't think it was appropriate either. <laughs> um... Wow, I really feel like I have to exp- I have to really like say I wasn't laughing at the deaths. You I'm weren't. They at- know they're smart. I'm, I'm laughing at the absurdity of having to uh, talk about it. <laughs> like, Only like, smart people download this. They know. Hey, everybody! Uh, if this is the first time you're hearing about the pandemic, wow. Um, I didn't know the podcast would outlast humanity. And thank you for picking this up in the future, <laughs> cockroach people. Well, that and then also just like y- you should watch the news more. Because, man, we haven't even we haven't been on for a month. You really should be like, <laughs> yeah, like more. There current. are other sources of information and entertainment out there. Yeah, I, but I, because the uh, pandemic is happening, and because Rob and I both just recently traveled, uh, we have elected to do uh, to to heed the warnings of our uh, trusted scientists and medical mm. professionals and doctors and. Uh, Commit to social distancing, yep. minimizing uh, exposure to the public and each other. So this episode of Death Readers is actually the first remote episode of Death Readers we've done. Very true. Where neither of us are in the same room. Um, we're not even in the same building. We're not even in the same... District? Well, it's not like Judge Dredd. Um, <laughs> it's not that bad. I am the... Um... The uh, anyway, so right now, how Rob and I are recording this is we're both uh, in our own homes, in our own makeshift pseudo studios. It might, it probably sounds different. I have no idea because uh, we're doing it for the first time. Well, because someone but, discovered they had actual recording equipment, it might sound better. I think you want me to feel ashamed about. That. Well, just because someone, you, just make sure we're on the same page, was always complaining about how they sounded. Mm-hmm. But they had the ability to sound better. Well, I didn't know I had the ability to sound better. You did. No. You knew you had the opportunity to have the ability no. to sound better. No. Well, that's not, I mean, that's, you're just, I mean. No, I didn't know how good this microphone would sound. I actually thought it wouldn't work. You see, I didn't understand it needed phantom power. And I didn't know your device could provide phantom power. So I didn't know it would work at all. When I tried to plug it into my sources previously, it, it wouldn't do anything because it needed power. Mm. Well, now it has power, mm-hmm. and it's working just fine. Mm-hmm. And arguably, according to you, sounds great. We'll find I out. I don't know how it sounds. We'll find out. 
I'm not monitoring it. I'm on the phone with you. You are. Well, I mean, I am monitoring the uh, waveforms, and I'm seeing a lot of peaking, so hopefully this is going to be fine. No, that's true. Um, anyway, so what we're doing is we're uh, recording this podcast, uh, what we've called each other on the phone, Yep. doing a little party line. I, it's we, like our own little PL. It's a fucking TV thing. That's what PL stands for? Yes! <laughs> I was like, put him into PL. I'm like, I don't know what the number is. What's the number? And I try not to answer the phone when that happens, because I've got other stuff to do. I didn't know that's what PL stood for. The thing is, the thing that's got me <laughs> is I know you've been doing this longer than I have. Yeah, but, I mean, shit like that, that's a little a nugget of information that could easily be missed. Yeah, I guess. Kind of kind of want to see if everybody you work with knows what that stands for now. Well, maybe I'll do a little interview. A little, yeah, but I can't trust little, you. You're not a reliable source. I'm a very reliable yourself. source. Of course, no one knew it was stood for party line. Doug, did you invent that? I am very honest when it comes to things like that. How dare you? Anyway, we've got our own little party line going. PL. And Yep. <laughs> and we're going to be uh, syncing uh, these recordings later and then putting them together. And hopefully you, the listener, will maybe even believe yeah. for a second that two men could sound like but not be in the same room together. Just like Superman. Just like Superman. What? Like believe a man could fly. Like, oh, okay. Alluding okay. to the I magic thought you meant of, like the like, never see the two together. Like I'm wearing no, glasses like, and you are wearing no glasses. No, I mean like the magic of like show business or technology or things like that. Like the way that Richard Donner made it look like Christopher Reeves could fly, even though he's sure. just on. I, 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 okay, you're doing that thing, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let that fly. Ha! That will not stand for that. Even though I'm sitting, it's Christopher Reeve. The end. George Reeves. So no relations. You have so many clauses in this sentence to get to the point of talking of being pedantic. <laughs> George Reeves. I will not stand despite sitting, and I'm not going to let that fly. No pun intended, because it was on wires. <laughs> but it's also <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Not yet played Superman, as far as quite I quite a Superman, in my opinion. What? He's quite a Superman, in my opinion. But he hasn't played Superman. No, but he did play Neo. Who is a Christ doing that allegory. Superman shit? Yeah, in the and second Matrix he, movie. Yeah, yeah, and you know, Superman is supposed to be like a Moses figure. Yeah. So I accept your apology. Moving on, because this is a podcast yeah. about Harry Potter. Um, while I while I have that narrow victory, um, <laughs> you want to talk about your time in the desert? Ooh, yeah, I got married uh, in Utah. In Zion National Park. Uh, if you've ever been there, you should go. Wait. Yeah. 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 Just go. Everyone <laughs> should go all the time. If you haven't if you been could, there, ev- stay the fuck out. Yeah. Basically, if you've never been there, don't ever go. It's it's you're the not worst. wanted. Only people well, who've been can go. That is that is so antithetical to the people who founded that state's beliefs that I I wouldn't even pretend like. Because they're they love refugees. I've told you about this. You have. I thought I did. Well, told so- told somebody okay. they love refugees because they were like chased out of every place they tried to settle for you know a long time Are you until they found. Mormon? I'm be- I'm no, I just know about a, a little bit of history. Oh, you just sounded like you're really starry eyed. I did say they 
Like I didn't make a delineation between me and them because you're you're still. In, I didn't you say know, my people. You're still a neophyte. You're not sure you can. Claim no, you, do the you mean chosen ne- ones. Uh, do you mean neophyte? Because that was the name of the people. No, I'm <laughs> talking about when Keanu Reeves fought Agent Smith. It was a neophyte. Oh, okay. I thought you were just being a person who is newly indoctrinated into something and needing to learn more. What is that? Newly indoctrinated. Oh, wow. Visual (laughs) gags don't work here. Yeah. (laughs) We're not recording this this FaceTime. Oh, I should also clarify we're FaceTiming. I I said I think we are on the phone, but I don't think I clarified we're FaceTiming. (laughs) We're FaceTiming so we can see each other, so we can riff off each other's expressions or things like that i'm sure rob loves my shot it's just a picture of me with a microphone in my eyeball <laughs> basically my shot your 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 mic is not so purposely placed right over your eyeball oh yeah okay so um we're back on track yeah in utah getting married so i got we got married in utah and it was fantastic uh it was exactly the kind of wedding i wanted um where we had really, really just our close family and friends there, uh, as many as could make it, because that's the trouble of getting married in, like, a destination wedding is that people have to go. Uh, so, like, a lot of people couldn't make it for one reason or the other. And uh, But the people that were there were fantastic and, and lovely and made it a incredibly memorable uh, occasion. I had a bunch of friends uh, fly in. Uh, to Las Vegas, where we had a hotel for uh, two nights. And we just enjoyed Las Vegas for, you know, 36 hours or whatever. And then those of us that could drove uh, up to the air, the enormous Airbnb we got in Utah and stayed there for like four or five days until the wedding. And then we did the wedding uh, and, and, you know, did other activities in the days preceding. But then we did the wedding my family came down, my, my parents and my brothers and my sister, uh, some other friends, fiance's family came down. Uh, then we, for the actual wedding, what we did is we just went to Zion National Park and we walked through an area called uh, the Riverside Walk uh, right into the entrance of the Narrows, which is a sl- slot canyon that has a beautiful river that runs through it. And we... Uh, we just sort of walked it and a photographer took pictures of us and our entourage as we walked through and then like just finished the walk and came back, uh, did the actual ceremony, said the vows, signed the paperwork, I do's, and then went to, went back to the big Airbnb, Airbnb for a big reception and it was fantastic. It was like, like I said, it was the reason it was everything I wanted is because it like, uh, not religious. So it didn't, I desperately wanted that to not be part of what we did. Right. Uh, despite getting, despite getting married, like, I also love, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like your wife? No, but <laughs> um, nature contradictions. Oh, sure. So like, you know, being, getting married in a, a, a very secular way and extremely non-traditional way yet, also getting married in a place that's basically named after the like Mormon like 
holy land. Right. And in a specific section that's called the Temple of Sinawava. So, so that's what I mean. Like, I, I like those sort of like contradiction things. And sure. so that was all there. And I, I could enjoy that privately and secretly because I'm s- silly. Mm. Um, so it was important for us, for me at least, to have that like detachment from those uh, traditions. But also to get the the things that I've always felt like are important about weddings, like being around people you care about, having them there when you make this big thing, uh, this big change, and then enjoying them in that moment. And that was that's really the the main focus. So we got that, and that worked out great. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I could I could tell you very detailed stories about everything we did there, but that's not what this podcast is about. So why don't you tell me? Oh, you know, a little bit about your trip. Well, uh, we had been planning to go to Disney World slash Universal for a really long time, waiting for the kid to be old enough to go. And wanted to go when she was 11 to kind of coincide with, you know, getting your Hogwarts letter. Mm-hmm. And when we went, <clears throat> the wife and I, the first time... Um, some of us were nerdy enough to insist that we would go on September 1st, the first day of, you know, term for Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to do that again this year, but uh, it does seem that in the intervening nine years since we went, hurricane season's a lot worse and scarier, which often seemed to be around autumn. So we did not want to go or fly in that time. So we went uh, during spring break, which was the only other big time because we didn't want to go in the summer. And, you know, the heat and the people, which now probably wouldn't have been a thing, though. They might still be closed. They, they're definitely closed now. No, I meant for the summer. I, I, do you think they'll stay closed through the summer? Uh, uh, I think they're going to be closed. I think everything's going to be closed for, like, at least the next three weeks, if not longer. Okay. So... Really, it was the perfect time to go. That's how I felt about the <laughs> wedding. Like, we um, really lucked out at, like, scheduling our mutual time-offs to where we could both get everything we wanted and maybe only expose a couple people to a horrible, deadly virus. Right? It's about us. We got uh, what we wanted. We went to both Universal Parks that had the Harry Potter things. We went to Hogsmeade and the castle, and we went to Diagon Alley with the Gringotts ride. Which was by far the better, but it's been it's the one that was built later and it's mm. much cooler. Diagon Alley nice. is, is 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 pretty neat. I had I had uh Bangers and Mash. This is uh a children's podcast, Rob. Yeah. Well, I ate it up real good. No, their uh their English their English pub food was pretty spot on authentic for someone who's never eaten English pub food in England or in a pub therein was it was it spot on dick <laughs> oh, I, I don't know we had the sticky toffee pudding because as anyone who's english or seen king ralph knows the spotted dick is a dessert uh in my experience it usually comes first <laughs> i don't know why you put a snap there uh, <laughs> as i was going to say king ralph uh, starring Richard Griffiths, who we all know as Uncle Vernon. Oh, I was—I would think of John Candy. John Candy's not in Harry. 
John Candy. Do you think of John Candy? Why would you think of John Candy? His name is it, isn't he in King Ralph? No. Oh, my bad. No, that's John Goodman. Well, his name's a dessert. Barely pulled that one out. Barely. Leave it in next time. I guess you time. can have candy anytime. <laughs> anyway, um, did you have any butterbeer? The kid had a frozen butterbeer. That was great, actually. We ordered a frozen butterbeer, and they gave us a regular butterbeer. And I said, uh, frozen one. They're like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And they made the frozen one. And I was like, you know what? We'll take the other one. The wife is thirsty, too. And they gave it to us for free. So Whoa. scored on the butterbeer. I'll say. Yeah. Dripping in butterbeer. Oh, uh, when I went to Vegas yeah. uh, for my bachelor party, it was also my birthday. Hmm. And I got uh, a complimentary birthday cake from the restaurant we went to. Oh, hey. Which I'm sure it would have been the same if I had gone to a less expensive restaurant. But something about getting a free dessert at a restaurant whose bill was like $300. Oh, yeah. Felt real good. Sure, absolutely. Um, well, we were at uh, Disney. We went to an expensive meal and felt like, oh, crap, this was more than we thought. We better not you know, eat for the rest of the trip. <laughs> and the next day, we were trying to check out and there was some young like 18 year old just standing around trying to offer people food vouchers like anybody want these we're leaving today and i'm like no get away from me freak Ugh, don't talk to me strange people hate it and my wife had the presence of mind was like i'm sorry what were you saying and he's like do you want these food vouchers and she said of course we do and we got maybe 250 dollars of free disney meals whoa yeah it was pretty cool that's pretty sweet dude so i learned a valuable lesson about Stopping and listening to people when they speak. Only because you got something. Okay, I experienced a valuable lesson about stopping and listening to people when they speak. I didn't learn anything from it. You had the opportunity to learn something yes. that would have been a valuable lesson. Yes. Um, but I'm not. I'm not taking anything from that. Come on. <laughs> I think. I think you took a couple of free mails out of it. That was the extent of it. Um. <sighs> Well, um, that's great. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm I'm jealous that uh, we didn't get to go to Hogmeade, Hogsmeade and the Harry Potter parks together as a Death Readers celebration or something. But, well, I mean, you know, just think about that next time you get married. Well, no, I just mean like there's no way you're going to spend an your another vacation while we're doing this podcast to go do that again. No, it's probably true. Yeah. Um but did you did you want to tell everybody about what you did in the park though? You know that. Are you poking the a hole in a condom right now? No, no, you're you're playing with buttons. <laughs> <laughs> you like tell everybody what you did, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you gonna tell everybody what you did? No. It's kind of a collector's item now. That's true. I left a couple stacks of Death Readers brochures. What would you call that? Business cards? Chick tracks. Chick tracks. <laughs> little. Dude, I never showed you the final look, did I? No, you did. Okay, so what they were were little, uh, like, business cards, essentially. Yeah, they were little, yeah basically they were little business cards. Ads. Yeah, little little advertisement cards with the sweet DR logo that I came up with on the spot, which is our new official branding. 
And uh, send it to me. We can put it on stuff. Yeah, I will. I will send it to you. And on the other side, little information about uh, Death Readers, the this year latest and greatest Harry Potter podcast. Listened to by tens of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also had fun secreting them into various wizard robe pockets and mugs, which I'm sure have all been thrown away now that they've scoured the park and cleaned everything. Um, yeah, I. Uh, but it was a fun I idea. Would- I would be surprised if anyone got them back because, like, you were there on, like, the last days they were open. Yeah, well, Disney. yeah, Disney, it was, we, our last Disney day was Friday and they shut the parks down on Sunday. So, right. 10 days before that, we were in Universal. So yeah, I mean, well, maybe so. Possible. That's a, that's like a pretty good amount of time for people to pick those things up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, if you picked them up. Here's a little golden ticket trick for you. If if you listener are somebody that picked those up, uh, you've you've won a little bit of a prize. And if you send us a photo, so if you send us a photo, if you if you send us a photo to our Twitter, do we don't check anything? Um, <laughs> don't tell them that. Uh, Facebook page, Facebook page, Facebook page is good. If you if you if you post your picture or send it to our Facebook page, yep. Uh, Death Readers on Facebook, then you will win a prize. Yeah. A glorious pe- prize. The, the prize is... More wealth than you can imagine. What is that? It's Star Wars. Yeah, it's Star Wars. Um, wow. Somebody somebody did not ride Ride of Resistance or Smuggler's Run. No, but I did watch Hardcore. <laughs> That grin. <coughs> All right, FaceTime was good. <laughs> Did you read that? Not yet. Oh, well, then you won't get the reference. I get the um, reference that you watch a movie called Hardcore. No, the reference is that that movie called Hardcore has a lot of Star Wars stuff in it. Oh. Maybe the FaceTime wasn't a good idea. So if you found oh, one of those little tickets, yes. or whatever you want to call them, we have got the best prize for you. Oh, oh, man. oh my God. It is spectacular it is real it may be neither of those things it but could, it could be a button it could be <laughs> so much you remember harry potter's uh, vault in gringotts in the first movie yeah not that but it no. could be something good <laughs> I, I like the button idea i'll send you a button <laughs> i'll send you a button anyway um uh yeah so anyway then we came back and everyone was everyone goes sick and um and it's terrifying it's been terrifying we're i'm actually working from home oh yeah officially Um, i still have to go into work because i'm necessary i'm still i mean i said i was working from home not i was furloughed yeah but it's still it it has more clout to go into work don't you think it kind of means that you're also disposable like, you're oh. worth putting at risk of catching the virus by exposing you to other people. Like, your employer would rather put you in harm's way no. than my employer would put me because they don't want me to get sick. No. No, they like me. I'm very important. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've decided in the brief moment it took me to realize that it was more important to agree with you than to convince you otherwise. So well, I thought gonna... I thought I was... Uh, clearly convinced otherwise and was trying to not admit it to myself or the world at large. Well, maybe that's part of what 
what got me to realize that I shouldn't continue down that path is uh, I felt bad. Whatever. No, you you are. I don't need this, man. Nobody wants you to die. (laughs) This podcast is over. Not yet. There we go. Um, We're back on track. So, I don't think there's really anything else to talk about except Harry Potter. I don't have a lot of notes, so I hope you took lots of notes. Nope. Here we go. Uh, That, well, okay, so that'll bring us into the actual Harry Potter part of the podcast. (laughs) So let's start together. Once again, after a month, with chapter 32. Out of the fire. Yeah, all right. Uh, First note I wanted to make, but it was not a page number. I've got a recap. Go ahead. Is that... Uh, kind of occurs to me that because of the quarantines and the shelter in place stuff, that we're kind of like living in grim old place. We like are. We're, ki- we're kind of living through that experience. Of yeah, what, we are. Like it must have been like for serious. Mm-hmm. My wife's got me cleaning Man. out doxies and shit. Doxies. Have you read this book? No, not that one. I read this one. Oh, fair enough. Doxies were in the curtains, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember. Um, um, <clears throat> when I hear doxies, I think of wiener dogs. I could have a curtain infestation of doc, of doxins. I could see that happening. Anyways, we're like like yeah. we're in number 12 Grimmauld Place, which I've yeah, been to. Just... Okay. <laughs> Is it depressing? No, you don't go inside. They have a facade. And they, they have like a, like a street of London that's like very plain. There's the night bus outside, a fountain, a bookstore, and then like little tiny. Is there is there a uh, a phone booth? Yes, there is a phone, a big red British phone booth with phone books in it, and you can pick up the phone and dial six two four four two, and there will be a voice saying something to the effect of the ministry's guest interest is um, broken right now, time. so we can't let you in this way. So, yeah, suck it. They thought of everything. They really did. No, the Diagon Alley part was pretty fantastic. It was great. I liked it. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, you were gonna, uh, you had a recap. Mm. If I could oh, read. Oh, sorry. I'm going to finish my thought. Yeah, uh, please we're all finish kind your of in thought Grimmauld that place. was interrupted. I'm so sorry. We're all kind of in Grimmauld Place. So if you're listening, just, you know, think it's kind of fun, right? Like, yeah. you can pretend. You're like, oh, I'm like Sirius Black. I'm like, had now, and my mom's like creature. God, I hate her. Like, you know, <laughs> things like that. That bitch with her un with her permanent sticking charm. I can't get her off the fucking wall. Sorry, mom. Permanent sticking in my craw charm. Permanently sticking in your crotch. Craw. Charm. Craw charm crotch arm she's in your armpit you stuck your mom in your armpit and that's gross what is the armpit if not the crotch of your arm (laughs) he's got nothing now it is you who are broke it's it's the pit of the arm yeah the crotch no because like your crotch isn't a pit (laughs) (laughs) mine is (laughs) i you're right i phrased that poorly (laughs) Your crotch is a pit. <laughs> anyway, what I was try- I was trying to be like wholesome, and imaginative, 
I liked it. And and then you're like, what about dicks? <laughs> I didn't say, never said, I said crotch. What about that crotch, babe? What about it? Got any goblins in there? Got any house elves? You know what I'm saying? Goblin that crotch. Oh, God. <laughs> He's missed this. I, okay, my, my whimsical uplifting thought to help pull our listeners out of the depths of despair of isolation is been soiled like so many goblin sacks gross damn it i meant house self sacks and i said goblin sacks and now you're gonna think i meant testicles you're perverted house elves already look like sacks listener i'm sorry <laughs> i was i was it was earnest, I promise. Okay, let's move on. Let's get no, into the No, it's chapter. like we're in Grimmauld's place. Gonna... We're working for the Order. We're fighting evil. Yeah, we're fighting evil. That's right. And evil from whence we know not where it comes. Snakes. I don't know if... I mean, I've heard... I've read some things that it's like they thought it was snakes and then they thought it might be bats and now they don't really know. I think I'd I be more comfortable if it was bats going from mammal to mammal instead of from reptile to human. Yeah, but like salmonella is a bacteria, I guess, right? So and it goes from reptiles to humans. And armadillos. I thought they had leprosy. Oh, is that it? Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> but armadillos, are they are they mammals? I yeah. Hard hitting questions here on Death Readers. Um but anyway, yeah, like, I meant more like, you know, like, oh, you don't know where Voldemort's coming from. He's, like, everywhere and nowhere. Sure. So back to chapter 32. <laughs> Out of the fire? Yeah. Um, uh, you were going to do a recap. Oh, right. I've got, when we last left Harry, Professor Minerva McGonagall had been stunned into the hospital wing as members of the ministry had tried to stun Hagrid. Harry Potter was doing his owls and had envisioned Sirius trapped in the Department of Mysteries being tortured by Voldemort. I'm really glad you uh, did that because my first note is on page 729 and it just says, I have no idea what is happening in this book <laughs> and we're almost finished. <laughs> did so, you forget? I mean, I, I, I figured it out once I started reading more and I was sure. like, oh, yeah, I think that happened. Did you forget who Professor Tofty was? When they opened with I, Professor Tofty talking to Harry. Like, do you need a drink of water? At this moment, I don't remember who that is. <laughs> he, he's the examinations professor who came in just for ah, the owls. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, was this the owl that was taking place on the rooftop with the astronomy owl? Or was this a different owl? This was the one. I, could, I think he was in the Great Hall because he had a like a big collapse. That's when he saw Sirius. He was in the middle of his owls mm-hmm. and he had collapse. And that's why he's like... Do you want to go get the a drink of water? The owl is when he saw McGonagall attack. Yes. Yes, okay. that was at nighttime. He looked down and he kept not paying attention to the stars. Right. I've been so. drinking water on this whole quarantine. It's really bad for me. I need to drink more water. You deserve that. What do you mean? The little mess you made on your chest. <laughs> there's one thing FaceTime was a bad idea <laughs> there's one thing you listeners should know about Rob is that he does not understand hubris 
<laughs> I will never live that town. Because I mean, you keep doing it. <laughs> I, under- I understand it fine. I just don't learn from it. Sure. <laughs> but you also don't try to not test it either. Because like, the, well, the next time, I know, the next time, oh, I'm going to get it so good and everyone's going to be like, he's so cool. That worked out perfectly. Not uh, smacking his wife in the face with a pair of dice. <laughs> it was pretty good um, <clears throat> for everyone but her. Yes. Okay, so uh, what's your first page note? Uh, uh, my first page note is actually not a page note. It's a note about taking notes. All right. I said note the first, meaning I'm really fucking nerdy. Do I really talk like mm-hmm. this? No, don't worry. <laughs> um, I said I read this first chapter and I couldn't think of anything to say other than my presume or my probable <laughs> no. Okay, I'll just shut up. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything to say other than my previously on Harry Potter recap. Okay. Uh, I then dozed off. When I awoke, I found that I had ripped that page from my notebook. Oh, wow. Because well, I looked it was all the through this and, and I'm like, book. I know I wrote this recap. Where the fuck is it? And then I shifted and it was under me. Wow. Right? Like a Thestral. Under like you. a Thestral. But you, could, but you still couldn't see it. So, well, I could see it. I've seen plenty of people die. Um, okay, so that's your whole chapter's notes. Yeah. All right, then I'll, I'll just I'll just go for it. Uh, okay, my let's first do it. note is page seven thirty. Okay. Um, there's a moment where Harry reflects that he he like he needs a teacher essentially, like he needs an adult. Yeah. But he can't trust anybody who, in Hogwarts and everyone who he had trusted before is gone. Right. So he uh, he instinctively thinks he, you know, after he has his vision, he instinctively thinks about going to find Professor McGonagall and finds that she's not there. And then he has this reflection of, like, feeling like, oh, man, I really kind of always thought she'd be there. Like, I just always, I had, I had this comfort in knowing she'd always be there. And mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that's so sweet. Harry's uh, Harry's taking Professor McGonagall for granted. It's like she's his real mom. Kind <laughs> <coughs> uh, of is the only structure he yeah. gets. Yeah, I mean it's. I do mean that sort of sincerely. In that, like, I mean, I know that that's one of my problems I have with my mom is that I take her for granted too mm-hmm. much. Um. Uh, and it's, so I saw that in him and I was wondering, I was like, oh, that's, that feels very deliberate. Like, it feels like that's part of this story yeah. on purpose. I mean, at this point, you know, uh, Rowling's son is how old? I thought she had a daughter. Does she have a son I no, too? I have no idea. No idea. Probably hitting Her 20. Kid. Probably hitting around 20. In the book when it was released. Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe even, maybe. I don't know. Regardless, I would imagine that there's a point in time when her child was having those feelings, or those like dis- displaying that behavior of taking somebody for granted. Well, maybe she lost somebody too. I made her reflect on. I always thought that person would be there. Point is, did you call like your mom when you read this? 
No, I just read it today. She's no. All right. I'll call her tomorrow. Okay. I'll call her tomorrow. Good. I you better. Uh, my next note is page seven forty seven. Okay. Uh, and like that's an, the like an reveal. Airplane. That's the reveal of uh, Umbridge as the person who set the Dementors on Harry in the beginning of the book. Oh, yeah. And I was like, whoa, big reveal. Crazy. I don't remember that from the movie. Um, I think she probably had one of her little Imelda Staunton face twitches moments mm-hmm. and, and probably said something similar. But uh, I don't remember from the movie either. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I'll take you through it and I'll say, oh, I've been there. I've That's, been there. Oh, shit. That's going to be in like three weeks. Right. Well, unless we skip it because of Corona. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, <clears throat> That's all my notes for that chapter. Uh, yeah, I have, I have no more notes. I, I couldn't oh. even say. Oh, no, for that chapter. For that chapter. Sorry. Okay. No, for that okay, chapter. So, for that so chapter. <laughs> So, okay, so that brings us to chapter 33. Fight and flight. My first page note is page 755. Mine's 752. More Machiavellian machinations from Hermione. Yeah. This, this, This whole plot is just, where's this Hermione been? All the books, I guess, is kind of what it comes down to, because she is really fantastic. I think she's coming into her own, man. I think she is... This this chapter specifically, or these chapters specifically, made me wonder how could she ever think that Harry and Hermione don't end up together? Well, even more specifically, have you seen the number of threads that posit Hermione should be the star of all these books? With these two idiots that keep trying to like screw things up for her, and, and they're half of what make the conflict. Yeah, but without her, she wouldn't... Without them... She wouldn't really have much adventure. She would just be really good at studying. I mean, she should be the chosen one then. But that would mean her parents would have to be dead. Yeah, we got plenty of dentists. I don't want. I don't want that uh, to wish that upon Hermione's parents. I like Hermione. You want? You don't like Hermione? You want her parents to die? That's fucked up, Rob. That's weird. What? I'm just saying, England can do with a couple less dentists. Feels like a trap. It is a trap <laughs> that I almost stepped into, and I'm like, you know what? I can flip this around because I'm older and wiser now. So now it's on you. What are you gonna do with that? Well, like a like a good dentist, I'm gonna retain myself. Oh, yeah. Swish it out. Brace myself. Yeah. Yeah. And cap it. And fill in this silent. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this um, is good. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, I'm glad to have your impressions on that. Well, no, I mean, I, what I, I'm still, like, the idea that, like, you see, you even see, like, in these chapters, Harry hanging out and doing stuff with Ginny, and it's still, like, why? Like, what? I, don't, I just still don't see it. I don't see this romance here. I see Ginny as being cool, but, like the bonding seems to be happening between Harry and Hermione. And okay. So let me me put it this way. I'm a person who married my high school sweetheart. Right. Like I've lived that life of going through high school with someone bonding with them and then marrying them. Mm -hmm. Presumably that's the same path 
to some extent that Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Ginny go through. Uh, from my experience, anecdotal as it may be, yet firsthand, you, if you're not like spending time like that, if you're spending the person you're spending the most time with is probably the person you're bonding with the strongest. Right. And he, there's no way he's spending. There's got to be math on how much time he spent with Hermione, page numbers, whatever, in someone's calculated that versus how much time he spent with Ginny in high school. And sure, but the relationship could still, I mean, she could be like a sister to him, which I believe he describes her at one point later. Ginny? No, no, oh. uh, Hermione. Yeah, but You that... spend a lot more time with the sister than you do uh, a girlfriend before you get married. I, I mean, I don't know, fine. I guess I just don't buy it. I don't believe him. No, it's it's not. It's the the pairings aren't the most believable, at least from the I data think, we have. I, I currently. think what it is is you can't pair Ron and Ginny. So you and you want them all to be paired because it's a fairy tale. George R. R. So, Martin would have. Yeah, but he's more hardcore than J.K. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. What was your note again? <laughs> Oh, Hermione's just, Machiavellian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's great. I like it. I like her. I like how quick-witted she was. I liked how she had a moment of, like, she did that. There was a, a scene earlier in these chapters where she takes note of how quick Ginny comes up with a uh, the lie. Yeah. She's, like, impressed. But then, like, Hermione's got, you know, pro, uh, hops, if you will. She's got, she's got game. She can also. Hermione's seeing how she can use Ginny's lying ability. Ginny's good yeah, with a then, lie. Hermione's good with pe- putting people on the chessboard. Mm, yeah. So then they're in the forest. They're uh, uh, well. Um, my my note. Oh, sorry. My you next note, note is seven fifty five. Okay. Uh, Umbridge keeps calling the centaurs half breeds. Yeah. Uh, does she does she really believe that they're the result of human horse sex? You're in the magical world. Am I? I'm putting you there. Let's have a mental exercise. You're in the magical world. I'm probably dead. You are alive in the magical world. You see magical things happening. You know magic can have an effect on things. You see a creature that is half human, half horse. How do you think that happened? Uh, well, I would assume that considering how many things go wrong because of magical <coughs> mistakes. Right. That it could have been a magical mistake. Yeah, it was a magical mistake involving a lot of magical mead. Okay. Um, it still could have just been like... Remember how Harry made all of Crab's... Uh, or was it Goyle's potions explode? Yeah. What if it was something like that but on a bigger scale... And turned a bunch of people into horse people, or a bunch of horses into ho- horsemen. I think it's more like that scene from The Godfather, except when he pulled back the blanket, there was a whole horse there, saying, "Leave the carrots so on you, the dresser." So you, you, you're, you're saying it was horse sex? Yeah, it was totally horse sex. Come on. So this is episode forty-six. <laughs> yeah. Of Death Readers, and this is the second or third time you've brought up sex with horses hey i'm not bringing it up jk rowling is bringing it up i'm just saying 
we should talk about that because she seems fixated. Uh. You can't see the forest for the horse sex trees. I'm just saying that I, I, uh, I'm going to re, re state my question. Do you think Umbridge yeah. thinks that, okay, is that what it is in this world? Is it that humans had sex with horses and made horse men babies? I think you can just call them horse babies at that time. Oh no, that wouldn't work. You're right. They're centaurs. They're, they're, that's, if that's, if that's how you're yeah. insisting it works. You, you're right. You're right. I, I've already, I apologize. I spoke rashly without thinking so like in greece i always imagined it was something like oh it's just like this ancient forgotten race of you know cousins <coughs> to humans and cousins to horses because well, sure. we don't understand how like you know biology works so we're gonna we like horses and we like people and we think that there's a lot of similar qualities between the two and wouldn't it be great if we could just cut a horse's head off and put a man's torso there yeah what a weird looking thing like, that would be zeus just taking a clay human model and a clay horse model and sticking them together and that's all sure but that's not what we're dealing with here how do we know we're dealing with the realistic world no we're not we're dealing (laughs) with the world of nifflers and horses that are invisible because you didn't see anybody die like we're dealing with the most ludicrous bullshit at least at least zeus had the like clarity to turn into a swan or an ox before he had sex with women well then maybe that's just that and then that's it but I mean, like, at least that was like justifying, like, oh, that's how I made this demigod. Sure. Well, I'm saying I, maybe maybe a goddess turned herself into a horse and had sex with a human, and the result was a uh, centaur. But we don't know that there are gods in the Harry Potter wizarding world. True, but we don't know that there are not. They do okay, say, "Oh we, my well, God!" But so what we, certainly but what the we idea do know, exists. But what we do know is that this character calls them half breeds, which seems to imply human horse sex that's true well it, that's what i'm getting at okay but if they were half human half god they would still be how uh if they're if they're a race of demigods they're still half breeds but we have no evidence of demigods in the story we do have evidence of horses so it's horse sex you agree with me i'm not no i'm trying to clarify if that's what it actually is i think it has to be that's okay and my point there is jk weird oh okay unless you're saying that's why they react so offended when Umbridge calls them half-breeds. K- kind of. Like, I'm saying, like... Because they're like, we're she... not the product of your weird predilections. Right. Yeah, okay, so clearly it's not horse sex. Damn it. Is it? I, I don't... I really don't know. Her, okay, we also have indication that at least it appears Hermione has attraction to horsemen. So maybe there's like a thing in this world where that's not as crazy. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. It just seems. <sighs> I think Hermione just likes rippling muscles. I just want. Okay. How come there's no Hogwarts of history about this? There why, might be. Why, no one's ever read it, but Hermione. Why, and I know why she must have. Um, that's why it's always checked out. I just, I want to know. I want to know the answer, like, cause, cause again, presumably the people in that world know the answer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, um, 
my next note is uh, page 759. Okay. Uh, it's just like a, reflecting that the, the scene with Grop got really bloody. It did. It and needed I, I to. remember that. It did need to. I guess it needed to. Because um, um, I guess I don't, that's true. I don't remember if they sh- even show how they lure the Thestrals in the movie, but they needed to be covered in blood, and that seemed like a way to do it. I guess. You could have just written, oh, and then there were Thestrals. <laughs> like, of all the things I didn't need an explanation for, why there are Thestrals was is one of them. I mean, I, 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 it, it seems like if you can summon fire and you can summon water, you should be able to summon blood. Can you Accio someone's blood? I mean, that's literally my next note. Uh, <laughs> like, is in the next chapter is, why didn't they just Accio brooms? Like, the... The, the, there's three characters, maybe two, that say we have brooms. Accio broom right then, and you don't have to ride an invisible horse that you can't see. I think because Harry's was under guard, it wouldn't have worked. But, but he didn't... Okay, I'm not saying everyone takes a broom. I'm sure. saying the people who can't see the Thestrals and have access to brooms. I'm saying you prioritize brooms. Oh. You say, like, okay, Harry and Luna can see Thestrals. They ride Thestrals. Hermione and Ron and Ginny can't see thestrals right they get however many brooms they can get those ones get the priority for the brooms everyone who can see a thestral get on a thestral probably probably because the thestrals were quicker and they they, i they they got to london real quick i think broomstick would have taken hours i don't but again if they had just said that if there was some sort of like (laughs) it would i guess the thing is i just wonder like you know why aren't they thinking they should have reestablished that idea yes I don't know about should have. I'm just like, that's how I think. And it's, you know, that's that's what I'm coming to realize. It's not that these characters are dumb or poorly written. It's just that I think differently. I'm saying the author should have reestablished that Thestrals are quicker if they are quicker. And I think it might have uh, been mentioned yes. during the class, but it should have been like, well, we can't well, just I mean, yeah, brooms and Thestrals because we'll get there ahead of you and there's no reason for you to come. Exactly. Uh, if they had if if they're going to go to the extent of explaining why being covered in blood's important they could have gone to the extent of explaining why not riding brooms is significant right so yeah um well anyway that's the end of the, that's the end of chapter 33 for me are you done with chapter 33 um yeah unless we want to just talk about hermione's assumption that the uh, centaurs would help her out because that that does seem to be where her fl- plan fell apart. Yeah, she did. Every time she opened her mouth and continued to talk and try to like, be like, "No, we were just we wanted your help." It seemed to get worse. Yeah, so it's something I struggle with every day. You're so like Hermione. No, but I do open my mouth and make things worse. Yes. Yes. Yes, I that's do. More of a, that's more of a Ron thing. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> um, well, anyway, uh, if that's... Are you done with chapter 33? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Uh, so that brings us to chapter 34. The Department of Mysteries. That's right. Uh, my first what? page note is 766. What? I, I didn't hear what you said. My first page note is page 766. 769, so this is all on you. Yay. Take it away. Oh, nope, never mind. That was the thing about the brooms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, now, my... now who's dumb and didn't need to say things and is a stupid <laughs> jerk? 
I'm so sorry I hurt your feelings. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I don't have feelings. Shut up. Um, my first page note on this chapter now is 772. Okay. 769. Go for it. Please don't let it be a joke about the page number. <laughs> Lord of all evil or not, how do you empty the entire Ministry of Magic? Uh, I, I mean, what about... You, you're also not... You, you have no hesitations to use curses, right? Yeah, I feel like... Especially if you're still trying to be sneaky and people aren't believing in you. And you're trying to get this kid into the... I mean, what's the equivalent here? Pentagon? Number 10 Downing Place? It, it doesn't seem... I don't... It just... What, what are the chances that Harry's going to find a way to get there during the lull of the day? Like, if, you, if, if that's how you're trying to play it, like, everyone's pretty cleared out of here between 3 and 5 or something. And mm -hmm. if Harry can come during that window, we can get rid of the guard or the, the watchman, whatever the hell, front desk guy. But no one? Come on. It just it doesn't... I don't know. What's going on? Um, Magic. Okay, I was asking. You're for not it. gonna like this answer. Fuck you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, I, I, uh, I, I mean, like I said, he's got access to the curses. Mm -hmm. He has no problem using those curses. Mm -hmm. Umbridge almost used a curse earlier in these chapters. That's that true. Was crazy. That's true. It was really crazy. Yeah. Um. Also, but but I will say on that note. Why did she even need Veritaserum if she would be open to using the curse? I guess it's because you would want to use the legal method first. I feel like I feel like that one could have been traced back easily, and they weren't yet in the uh, the end game. She yeah. felt like with Dumbledore gone and 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 them that close to having concrete proof that they had a weapon, uh, drastic times, drastic measures. She couldn't have done that earlier, though. Evil. Mm. <clears throat> Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, so you have, you got to have, I think we know at this point that he has, it's more than just him there. Right. More than just Voldemort. Right. So you got a couple people who he can have also, like, strategically pick off late night guards uh, with a, wh what's the curse that makes people do things? The Curiatus? Uh, no. Imperio. Imperio. So you yeah. use the Imperio curse on the people strategically at different times to get them all out of there and you tell them to walk to Egypt or some shit. Sure. And uh, then they just go and they're gone. So, I mean, if you have that, if you have access to that, you, I mean, they're not going to have, it's sunset right now at that time when mm -hmm. they get there, right? Right. Here he talks, he references, you know, riding off into the orange sunset towards London on the Thestrals. So it's nighttime. That's true. Uh, I'm assuming the ministry keeps normal business hours. That's probably true. So, there's probably going to be fewer people there. Like, every most heist movies involve, like, being there when there are fewer people in the thing you're heisting. So, okay. Cyberdyne, right? T2? Not, you win this round. Oh, Cyberdyne, right? Yeah. Don't you share a birthday with John Connor? 
You are goddamn right I do. Well, it looks like we both have similarities with weenie nerd heroes. Oh, cause Ron? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, anyway, that's which one is my that? spot oh, on Marty John McFly. Connor impression. Oh. It felt very Marty McFly. <laughs> I don't know why you what are you talking about? Um, it's a great mashup. <laughs> no, 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 no. This sucker's electrical. He sent me back with a message. He made me memorize it. Give it to his mother. It goes like this. Jeez, I don't know, Doc. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if I it's Marty McFly, he would have sent himself back to become his own dad. Am I right? No, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, shit. That's even better. I got another one, though. Okay. Um, I actually don't have another one. Okay. It's the, whatever he says to the band. What does he say? He says, uh, It's a like, blues riff and beat. Watch me for the changes and try to keep up. Yeah, that's that's what he should have said to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of myself. I was able to just off the cuff that. I I mean I knew it was uh, I I had my brain watching me watch me for the changes and try to keep up, but I couldn't remember what he says before that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't We're matter. Nerds. Um. <laughs> although I really like the idea of the John Carter Marty McFly t- like mashup. That's 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 good. Cool. They're not that far apart. No. Like they're both time travelers. Right. Or, in, or involved with stories about time travel. Yep. What if Cyberdyne had used Biff Tannen as the model for the T-1000 or the T-800? Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger right. and sent him back. Just calling everybody butthead. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure I can go with that. That's spitting a lot. Um. But I do what I do now want to see. Like the punks. Yeah. With, uh, yeah, like the Biff like uh, Flea. The, fuck. Not Flea, but also um from from Terminator. Uh, this guy's a couple cans short of a six pack with Bill Paxton. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, I did say that, yeah. Well, I didn't hear you. I heard Flea. But Flea, Bill Paxton, the other punk? Do you know the... Flea... Well, first off, Flea wasn't there. No, he wasn't Flea there. Was the, I know the other, the other punk uh, played the judge in Buffy. I can't think of his name, though. He's oh, a huge... He? Yeah. Um, I know Wash day tomorrow. The... Nothing clean, right? That guy. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um... He's a big, tall actor. His name might be Eric something. My favorite... The, the guy I'm thinking of is... Uh, wait, hold on. So close. Brian Thompson. What's he in? Uh, Brian Thompson was one of the other punks. And he... Uh, what I know him from most is 
he plays Shao Kahn in the second Mortal Kombat movie. That's I think the that's big, the guy. The that's villain. the guy. That's the guy I'm thinking of. It's not Eric. Yeah, he he's also in uh, Dragonheart. Yeah, and uh, he's in Joe Dirt, and he plays uh, Buffalo Bob, the Buffalo Bill uh, parody character. Nice. Yeah, I've never seen Joe Dirt, but I appreciate that you've seen it. I I really like uh, this actor. I feel like he would have been. I remember, uh, you know, ten or fifteen years ago, thinking he would have made a really good Thor. Yeah, I can see it. But now he's just too old. Sorry, sure. dude. Anyway, um, enough scrolling through IMDb on our podcast about Harry Potter. Right. But yeah, that uh, I like that riff. That'd be a fun thing to watch. Anyway, uh, my next note is page 772. 773, so please. Uh, just th- this... The big green bowl of brains. Right. Uh, that, that better come back and be something. Because if that's just some atmospheric weirdness that's put in the book for flavor, then I'm going to be pissed because that's fucking... The idea that the ministry would have that. Mm-hmm. They would have like a a pre-crime facility of just brains or some shit. Sure. That no one knows about and yeah. no, like or is talking about. And that these kids are so comfortable that they're just going to move on from and not be like, what? It's, like, I would probably throw up. Right. Like, I, like, it would be so shocking to see something like that. I guess I haven't seen a shrouded figure suck the blood out of a unicorn's neck either. But, right. uh, you know, whatever. Um, um, <clears throat> I, I believe it comes back. I don't know if it comes back well. I think <laughs> she's... Um, giving a lot of character to the ministry to just show you how weird shit is kind of like the pan across the cantina scene in star Wars. Right. There's a lot of shit that makes you go, Oh, I could come up with entire backstories for that thing, but it's already off screen. That would be fine. If it was in the first half hour or hour of the film sure. or story. Sure. This is page seven. The climax in the fifth book. Right. Right. Like we don't, we, we, I can't stress enough how little we need more weirdness peppered in. Although, like, I will say get it, it. it is still new to the bowels of the ministry. It's also a little bit more, like, spooky weird. Like, sure. it's actually kind of creepy weird as opposed to just, like, there's a dog with three heads. Right. Kind of weird. Very true. Um, so, I'll give credit to that. Like, that's a different kind of weird. Sure. Um, that she's clearly going for, but I also still, I would just, I would really like to know what, <laughs> what it is. Cause it's weird enough to make me worried. Right. Like I know we're not supposed to trust the ministry. Like that's the big point of this book. And the end of the last book was like the, the you know, don't trust the government kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, most of the times, you know, act, the actions of officials have, motivation or reason sure so be cool to see that it would uh that's the end of my notes okay well i've got a note 773 but it's a bit of a spoiler so i'm going to redact it a little bit but um i guess it excuse me it all depends on if you remember the arch in the arch room what that's about from the movie Um, I think the arch in the arch room is where a bunch of dead people are. Kind of. You know what? Let's table this one because I feel like I can come back to this later. Okay. 
because yeah don't lose that note i won't so 776 what about that mysterious locked door the hot door the one they couldn't get through the one that melted his knife what's that yeah. about weird is that where they have Sirius locked up i don't know yeah and then the last one just 780 what's what's that what's that mysterious ball that everyone wants oh um I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I don't remember. I, the, I, I was more intrigued by the, uh, like the letters on the, the tag. Oh yeah, you want to look? You want to let's, let's look at that. SPT to APWBD, Dark Lord and question mark Harry Potter. Super powerful transformer. No. What was the other one? A P W B D. You should know what that is. After Potter will be death. <laughs> no. <laughs> Question mark Harry Potter? <laughs> no. No. Oh. Albus Percival Wolfric <gasps> Brian Dumbledore. You should be you should have figured that one out. Come on. Yeah. So SPT to him. I wonder what that can. Who's SPT? Super powerful transformer, Optimus Prime. Duh. He, <laughs> yes. He holds the Matrix. Yeah. No. It's it's super powerful trans. You're absolutely right. Could have been. Could be. Could be Rodimus Prime. He also held the Matrix. That's not all he held. Could be Ultra Magnus because because oh, his name was Rod. He's he a, Rod. He's a. Uh, I don't know the Transformers. One tenth of one percenter. I don't. I don't know. He's the, really, don't, really powerful. I don't know the Transformers that well. Sorry. What Fort Max? Fortress Maximus. Oh man, he's so big. Is he? Is he one of those? So big. Is he one of those where like the the little Transformers make the big Transformer? Like a mommy and a daddy. No, like six green construction worker transformers make a oh. huge one. Uh, you mean a combiner? <laughs> no. Fort Max is not a combiner. Fucking I don't, noob question. Um, I don't the, know. <laughs> I don't know. This is me trying to pander really hard to a, a, the possibility of having UK listeners that like transformers. Sure. Sure. That, that UK transformer demographic. It's a niche that we're definitely never going to crack, but I want the possibility of those listeners to know <laughs> that uh, they should listen. Yeah. Yeah. Any other notes? Nope. That's it. I am note free. That's it for me too. Um, I feel like we, we're probably going to have two more episodes uh, in this book. I think the next uh, chapters will be... I mean, maybe we'll do three next time or, or two next there's time. There's only and then four do, chapters left. There's only four. But yeah, but there's like 100 pages left. So mm. it's... The next chapter starts on 781. 781. And it goes to 770. So that's... 89 pages 
All right, eighty-nine page. Trying well, to, I think two and two. Two and two is probably fine. Um, maybe. I mean, it's it's a lot of. I have a feeling that we'll hit the climax next episode, mm-hmm. and then we'll have the resolution of the episode after that. Um, and that'll be that. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, I unfortunately I don't have new words. I think I might have. But uh, we're using our phones to. Oh, I do have a new word. Oh, here we go. That brings us to our new word alert. And the new word is preapic. Preapic? Preapic. The hell's preapic? Preapic. Can you tell me what it is? Oh, okay. You don't have a guess? No. Oh, oh. Preapic? Yep. Before bees? Hmm. Close. <laughs> this. Okay. This word. Before you get Does stung? involve a little prick. What? Did my. Did my. Earbuds just die? No, I can hear you. Okay. Um. This word does involve a little prick. <laughs> it's a it's an adjective that means relating or resembling a phallus. Oh. Oh, priapic. Sure. Sure. You, You're right. You, I apologize. You said preapic. I did. <laughs> I I it's, I, it's priapic. I feel like I've had a run in with that word before, but uh, I I couldn't tell you where, when, like in college. <laughs> well, it was. I mean, we were just. We were, we were learning all kinds of new words. Um, um, but I think I would not, even if you had said it correctly, I'm not trying to <laughs> knock you while you're down, but if you had said it correctly, I still probably wouldn't have figured <sighs> it out. So, uh, congratulations. Well, anyway, that's the only word I have. How did, how did you uh, come by that word? Oh, quickly. Well... Um, I don't remember. Sad it's already over. Um, it uh, I th- it was in something. Vegas? I don't remember. <laughs> it wasn't that kind of bachelor party. Okay. Um, where we learn new words. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. It was. It must have been something I read, but I don't remember what I would have. Re- oh, I do remember now. Um, I was reading Patton Oswalt's book, Silver Screen Fiend. Oh, okay. And it was in there somewhere because he, you know, he has a lot of words mm-hmm. that he likes to use that aren't necessarily common words, uh, regular everyday words. And that's the only one I remember looking up. So that's where it's from. If you want to read a book that has the word priapic in it, <laughs> Pat Oswald, Silver Screen Fiend. All right. Well, um, I think that's the end of the episode, isn't it? I think it absolutely is. Well, uh, I think that must have been... Sorry for being away so long, but we're back. We're going to try really hard to get these episodes to you. We'll be better than than ever. Hopefully this one works. Yeah. But uh, I guess guess that'll bring us to the end. So uh, I'm Doug. I'm Rob. Thanks for listening. Thank you. 
If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. These reviews help new listeners find us and join the discussion. Follow us on Twitter and like our new Facebook page for Death Readers News. Become a patron at Patreon slash Death Readers. And please discuss us extensively on Reddit. We're a couple of misfits, just a couple of nitwits. I don't know butter, I quit. Why can't I fit in? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am just waiting for Rob to get his notes from his hamper of Beanie Babies. Ooh, he's wearing his Third Man t-shirt from his Third Man Museum. And he's got a fresh pen in his mouth. It is ready to explode like a fertile squid in his mouth. More of like a scared squid, I guess, because that's what they do when they are upset, not when they're aroused. Anyway, it'll it'll get in his mouth. That's what's important. I didn't invent the tradition where you bake a baby Jesus into a cake, that's and then true. the lucky person get who finds it gets to keep it, or is lucky. I have to have good luck. I think I I don't know. I always like to uh, whenever I'd find it. It's a kill to king cake, right? Yep. Yeah, so whenever you get the baby Jesus and the king cake, my favorite thing to do would be to like grab someone I like, like I wanted to flirt with or something, and then we would uh, break the baby Jesus apart, and whoever got the biggest hack was lucky. Also, was smarter than Solomon. It's like I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. <laughs> and uh, I, I enjoyed it. You know. That's, That's cool. the kind of jokes you get here on Death Readers. The kind that you kind of, kind of enjoyed it. So no, um, no, <laughs> it's right. it's going to be uh, just saying three, two, three, one, and snapping. Three, two, one, snap. And we're gonna say three, two, one together, or just snap together. Um, fuck, this is difficult. <laughs> um, Why don't you start counting? All right, I'll just count and you snap Sounds on the great. on the after snap. All right, here we go. Three. Two, two, one. one. I, I was off. You were behind, you were off. Okay, you ready? Right. I, I think I should count too. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Right. Three, Three, two, two one. Fucker. <laughs> I think we got it. I, I mean, when, when I snapped, Ow. when I snapped, I saw you snap, and I have no idea what the delay is here. It there seems was, pretty instantaneous. I feel like there, there was a. I feel like you were being slow and delay e on purpose. I'll go with the three, two, one. I'll be fine. We're just. I think we're gonna be fine. Fine. I think we're gonna be fine. I think it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Okay. Um. All right. You ready? I am ready. Are you Are you organizing buttons? What was that? <laughs> it's a button. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that was a button. I thought. I thought it, I was making a joke. No, I'm just wow. I'm just fiddling with things. I've got so many toys I can play with. You think buttons are toys? What are you, Harry Potter in book one? <laughs> <laughs>